first things first. Marina, how are you? I am quite good. Yeah, I've just had a day off in Amsterdam. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What did you do? Anything in particular? Um, went for some nice food. This morning I went on a bicycle. Okay. And it was shocking. <laughs> it was very overwhelming. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I had a nice bike around and that was that. Okay. Yeah. Well, we don't have a lot of time, so I'll jump straight yeah, into it. Yeah, go for it. Your previous album, uh, after your previous album, you said you immediately knew what you wanted for the next one. Mm. How come? Because I think with Electra Heart, I had figured out um, what I did actually want to do and um, what music I did want to create and how I wanted to create it because it was such an intensive experience for me mm. because I had originally come from a background of completely writing and composing my own music to going into a very um, almost homogenized American uh, co-writing world, which I was very fascinated in. So um, I kind of needed a breather and I wanted to write on my own again. I was really, really hungry for that. So that's how I knew that I wanted to do something completely different. Well, your, uh, your previous record was um, written in the vein of, of somebody else. You kind of impersonated yeah. somebody else and, and you discussed archetypes of mm -hmm. uh, female uh, living. And when it came then to fruit, was it more reflective on yourself? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because with Electra Heart, I, I would say that the songs on that album were just as honest and open um, as Fruit, mm -hmm. but because I was using a character as a foil and as a way to tell a story, I suppose, sometimes it's confusing because for the listener, they think, well, is, does this mean that the songs are genuine? Does it come from a genuine place? Because it's a character. But it wasn't that case at all. However, on Fruit, um, I suppose it was a more kind of reflective album because I didn't have that mask of having a character to live it through. So the songs were a lot more immediate and uh, I suppose a lot more direct for the listener. Is that a more difficult thing to do? No, it's easier. <laughs> uh, why? Um, because you're not, you're not pretending to be anybody or you're not, it's not as if you're writing a play, because with Electra, it's kind of like writing a musical. Whereas with Fruit, it's very, very effortless and very, um, I don't know, there, are, there aren't any kind of boundaries, really. So you're just being yourself. And if you, if you uh, take electric, uh, Electra Heart, mm. um, when you, let me see how I should phrase it. When, when, what you mentioned before with uh, you writing with a lot of co-producers and um, going through whole, uh, that whole process, what did you take away from that going into Fruit then? Um, if anything. On a creative side, uh, it definitely rewired uh, the way in which I thought about songwriting because previously to Electra Heart, I had reached a point actually with songwriting where I felt a bit limited because I was just writing on keyboards mm -hmm. um, and writing in a way which was very slow and disjointed because I was doing melody lyrics and key composition at, at, or chord progression at, uh, composition at the same time. Whereas with Electra Heart, I 
was uh, being given instrumentals quite a lot, like beats. So you'd put the beat on your garage band and then you would just do the, um, the top line melody. Mm-hmm. And I found that I was writing in a completely different way. So then when it came to fruit, I would write the instrumental myself first as those producers were doing and then I would sing on it. So it was very much an electronic way of doing things even though the final result was very you know, natural and had a lot of live musicians on it. How do you distinguish, uh, what do you see as the differences between the writing styles and do you see a difference now that you're writing in this different way? Um, in, in terms of lyrics or even Oh, I don't know. I mean, Electro Heart was very pop and it was, it was very much a reflection of contemporary pop music. So it's different to Fruit because Fruit doesn't pay any attention to that. For example, the song Fruit is almost six minutes long, mm. which just wouldn't fly on Top right. 40 radio. <laughs> um, and the structures are more unorthodox and more experimental. So there is a little bit of a difference with the songwriting style itself. Was this a conscious effort? Because you see uh, nowadays in pop music, not a lot of people write their own yeah. stuff and not a lot of people uh, kind of control their creative output. Yeah. So was it important? Was it a conscious decision to write alone? Well, Do you mean? Yeah, and uh, what you mentioned earlier with... Um, with the structure. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, not, not to fit that, that mm, typical Actually, pop no, world. it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. Because in a way, uh, the thing that I respect about pop music is that it's so instantaneous and it, it requires a, a really um, high skill uh, to be able to edit your own work and be like, I love that hook, but it doesn't fit in this song, so I'm getting rid of it. Mm. That is tremendously hard as a songwriter. Um, and so in regards to Fruit, I didn't want to adhere to that and I just I wanted to write the music that I wanted to write. So. It wasn't like I was trying to um, write weird chord structures or anything. It was just actually just writing the music I wanted to hear. Okay, and because uh, there's uh, there are also a couple of songs uh, that deal with topics that you wouldn't generally hear from from pop music, yeah. like Savages, Immortal, maybe. Uh, so, so why these? Well, let's take Savages. Where did this song come from? Um, from a newspaper article initially that I was reading uh, about the Boston bombing and the journalist had mentioned that it's so hard to understand and to accept that one man can be running a marathon to you know raise money for charity to save someone's life Mm. whilst another man is busy making a bomb to blow these people up you know who are running the marathon and I just thought that perfectly um, created an image of of humanity in that you know with there are people every person has the decision whether they want to be bad or good and that really interests me because as soon as you take judgment away from things like rape or terrorism or war greed with you know money I think you are left with um, I suppose a way of looking at human nature as it is. So people will always want to kill other people. We'll always have war, I think. You know, there's always, go, well, I hope not, but you know, there's always has been rape. Mm-hmm. And those are things that are unpleasant and hard to accept, but they are inherent in man. So that's kind of what the song is actually about and, and what I'm interested in exploring. Does writing these kind of songs help you get 
a better understanding for yourself about how the world works? Yeah, that's why I write. It's not it's not because I'm a signed artist or for any other reason. Mm. I just write because I want to sort my own thoughts out or I want to um, find out how I feel about something so that I can relax in my head. <laughs> You've talked about a lot of relationships uh, of your own as well. So are there elements of your life you wouldn't delve into for a song? So far, no. Okay. If something bothers me, that's why I write about it. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so starting with on fruit, then what was the thing that was kind of bothering you when, when really what? at the at the start? At the start, uh, I think. Did Did you have a thing in mind for the record? No, no, not at all. I mean, even the the song fruit wasn't written till the very end. So, I mean, the first song that I wrote was gold. And that was in response to how I felt at the time about Electra Heart, um, because I was very much caught up in this world of um, that, my label trying to make the album a commercial success. Mm. And so, as you know, a normal person, I was kind of analysing what it means to to feel successful and and whether that mattered to me anymore. And I, I think I was realising that I actually didn't want what I thought I had originally wanted for myself as, you know, in my career. Which so, was? Um, for, got, for the song Gold. Okay. And I think for, for my career, I didn't really care about popularity. And that's when I understood that, that I didn't have to strive for that, that it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it took a long time to, to reach that point and to realise that. Was there something that happened that, that gave you this realization, some, something in particular? Or uh, oh yeah, just long-term pressure, like very, very long-term, as in three, you know, three years of continuous pressure on myself and, you know, a natural pressure from other people, my team at the time. So it was kind of time to, to take another path. When you went on this other path, what was writing like then? What was the pressure gone? Yeah, I had a great time. <laughs> because some of the songs, well, the, the first track, Happy, obviously it, it tells about you being in a, in a good place. Yeah. It, it talks about you being in a good place. So did that come from, from that initial moment? Definitely. I mean, this, Fruit as an album is a product of that transition in my life. Mm. Um, and it was a very important one. It was a completely life-changing transition for me. Um, and I think with Electra Heart, I'm, I'm so glad that, that I had, I've done that album, not just creatively, but because it made me see things in such an extreme way. Like sometimes things have to be pushed to the mm. highest degree in order for you to be like, okay, I know that this isn't what I should be doing. Um, and for you to choose what you you know, you rightly should be doing. So after a lecture, I felt relieved because I was like, okay, I've tried the pop thing now. I've tried it. So it's almost like my desire for it had been quenched and so I could move on and do something different that was way less high pressure and much more creatively satisfying. And so is this then why you decided to write everything yourself? Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's also an element with uh, David Carson, he uh, yes. helped produce. Yeah. But I, I believe you recorded everything with a live band. Yeah, and actually, it was like 70% live, 30% okay. programming. So I didn't want it all to be live because I still like electronic music. 
Um, but I did really, I really wanted the guitars and the drums to be live. So, um, so that's what we did. Why? Mm, why, why this I change? Think, I think because with, with what I had done before, even on the Family Jewels, I always felt like, I don't know, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of reliance on, uh, on synthetic sounds, which is fine and it can be really interesting, but I had done that already, so I felt like I didn't need to do that again. I was really craving to make a sound that felt a little bit more real and human. So you had that kind of, you know, raw feel, especially with the voice as well, that was important to me. Because with Electra, because it was a contemporary pop record, it was like, the voice was so smooth and so processed. What do you hear then now when you listen back to Electra? I'm, I, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I still love it. Um, and when I hear it, it's kind of, it's very indicative of that time, like Prima Donna, you know, it's produced by Dr. Luke, one of the biggest pop producers ever. Um, and it's the sound of those times. Um, whereas now when I hear fruit, it's probably a little bit more towards the music that I would normally listen to. And it's probably a, a purer representation of myself as an artist. And I read somewhere that you already were writing new songs to, to include on the uh, repackaging. So, so how yeah. come with, with the last album, as soon as it's finished, you're only on to the next thing. So, mm. so what do you want to add to Fruit now? Um, well, I've never done a repackage. Okay. And I feel like this is the one that I want to do on. I don't know why, I don't really have a reason. I just, I'm not quite done. I, I would like to add some more songs to it, four or five more songs. Do you think there's something missing on the album then? No. That's why I didn't do a deluxe version either. I just wanted one version, 12 songs, and that's the classic version. Um, whereas with the repackage, um, it's got a little bit of a new name. And um, yeah, there were, there were a few songs that I hadn't put on there because they weren't really finished and just didn't belong to it. But I think for this, that will be really fitting. Okay. Finally then, is there one song on the record that sticks out for you? Probably Happy. Why? Because um, I think it's most universal. Like I think Savages is important f for me at the, at the moment because it's relevant mm -hmm. for where we are at socially. But I think Happy is you know, something that could still be relevant in 50 years or like 50 years ago, you know, it's a universal topic that, yeah. that, you know, everybody can kind of relate to. I wrote a line down from Happy. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's about, I think, we touched upon it already, but I found what I've been looking for in myself, find a life worth living. living well, for someone fun. else. Yeah. So do you remember that moment when you found that, that thing? Worth living for in a sense? Um. No, I don't remember. No, it was more of a general feeling over a period of time. And actually with that song, I had the verse um, for like four, five months. And I didn't write that bit until way after. Because I just, emotionally, I didn't really know what I wanted to say. I wasn't there yet. Right. <laughs> so I just waited. And, and when did you get there? It was like four or five months later. Okay. Mm. Thank you very much. For Thank, your time. You. Thank, Thank you. It's a pleasure. <laughs>